Hello. Welcome in. Hey. You are listening to Love Is with Kilo Sade, Cash, and Teresa Rose. I am Teresa Rose. Hey. Hello. How are you guys? I'm doing amazing. Feeling good. We got my girls. Got our Saturday music. Night. Mm-hmm. And we have an interesting show topic tonight. Mm-hmm. We are going to be talking about self-love and all that goes with that. Yes. What's the definition of self-love? So you know I Googled it, right? Right. <laughs> Google says that the definition of self-love is regard for one's own well-being and happiness. Mm-hmm. First, you have to figure out what's your happiness. Exactly. What's and that's ever-changing. So what makes you happy today may not make you happy tomorrow. Maybe it's saying that you should be happy with who you are at all times and that no matter what's going on. I mean, I guess a person would have to break down, you know, what their what their well-being is mm-hmm. and, and what their happiness is. Yeah. It should be happiness of self. Maybe that's what right. it's saying. It's telling you that no matter what's going on in your situation or your surrounding, the surrounding forces around your life, that no matter if it's ups or downs, you love self. Right. Right. I mean, like you just said, I think it's a journey mm-hmm. to self-love because, as you just said, you're ever changing. You're always changing. So. Do you guys think we like that as a society? Self-love? Yes, I think we like. Oh, I mean, yeah. and I mean, in like, it does okay. Well, let say, like, it does lack of self love. Does that affect our society? Yes, because mm-hmm. if we don't have love of self, how can we love other people mm-hmm. wholeheartedly? Mm-hmm. It's impossible. So I feel like we're just walking robots, not really fully using the infrastructure of our hearts. I mean, well, nobody wants to be an individual anymore. Everybody yeah. wants to look the same and be shaped the same. And it's the ideal this and ideal Act the that. same, thinking this one right. life is where it's at, where it's, that's going to get you the attention that you're craving, when you may have something better on the other side. Or thinking that if you look this certain way in your mind, that mm-hmm. it's it's automatically going to change things. It's like so funny because it's a well, it's a lot of people who go ahead and go and do those modifications and stuff, mm-hmm. but they don't talk about how they actually feel after the fact. I totally agree to you. I, I feel like we should be trying to fix people within before we try to fix them on the outside because a lot of the reasons people even lead into those type of modifications being done is because they don't truly love themselves as they are and I feel you know there's absolutely no type of disrespect towards anyone who has had modifications or because this also can relate to anybody that goes to the gym and works out you know what I'm saying like outer beauty only lasts for so long but who are you on the inside? How do you feel about that person that you are today before you become somebody else tomorrow? That's important. And I really feel we should be, we should be happy with who we are regardless of how we look, period. We should be happy with who we are regardless of how we feel. We should be happy with who we are, period. 
with self-love, when did you guys actually become aware of, 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 of self-love or the importance of having it, having love for yourself and what that actually really meant? What that looked like, what that felt like. Thinking back, like even as a kid, I think you're, not you're, I guess I should speak from a personal stance. I guess I was always aware that you're supposed to feel a certain type of way about yourself and hold yourself to a certain regard. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as a as a young girl, I kind of struggle with that, always chasing it. Mm-hmm. Always trying to, like we said, live up to a certain standard and what mm-hmm. we see out there in the world and on TV and things like that. So I think I was aware, but I don't know if I ever truly knew what it meant and understood what it was to really love myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's something that I'm still kind of learning today. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're honest, we all have those things mm-hmm. that we're like, oh, if I could change this, if I could change that. Like, oh, no, I, yeah, I think you bring, you bring up a really good point because like even I think it's it's levels to self-love because mm-hmm. it goes back to, you know, when we go through, um, you know, from puberty, you know, to to 18, in between there, there were insecurities that we had about ourselves mm-hmm. that we had to eventually just get over. You know, um, one big thing was like, you know, I used to get made fun of about my nose. And stuff. Me too. And me so too. like that oh really, really bothered me. And about like 13, I got over that and let that go. Right. But that I learned to love my, I learned to love my nose my at quirks. that point. Of, yes. Yeah. I and maybe it was agree. one thing at a time, but again, it's like as you age, it, as, yeah. as your as your feelings change and your emotions change, your emotional responses to certain things start go away. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, I think I probably started noticing that and not caring about what anybody had to say about me. Probably like around sixteen, seventeen, I went through the whole phase of knowing who I was quite earlier on in my life. But it wasn't until I actually started dating that a lot of that sense of purpose started to slip away. Hey, we're back. You're back listening to Love Is with Kilo Sade, Hash, and Teresa. Rose. Right before we went on break, we were discussing self-love and we went over the definition. If you did not hear the definition, the definition, once again, is the regard for one's own well-being and happiness. So regard for one's well-being, own well-being and happiness. Mm -hmm. How easy is it for you to make sure you put your happiness before everyone else's? Or or do you feel like you still are living and giving your all as as far as giving them more happiness than worrying about how much you're taking in yourself? I mean, I think I believe it's a balance to that. I think it's 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 um, having self-love, you know, and other people regardless of who they are to you mm-hmm. that's a, that's a whole balance within itself mm-hmm. um now you, you can only give so much of yourself if you lack self-love i think you know mm-hmm. um to those other people around you 
you know, I think that that's the word, that's the way that that plays, you you know, in that type of situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, like I was, like we were saying earlier, I really think that it's, it's levels to, um, to self-love. I know that we can relate to it as women. I don't know if it's different for men, if they go through, um, the, this, I'm sure they go through the same things. They're still, you know, human beings and they still too have feelings and things like that and have to have self-love, you know, as well. But, um, I think it's, I think it's a process that you go through as you grow and evolve as a person, but I don't think that everybody is necessarily aware, um, of self-love or they do have a misinterpretation of what self-love is. Right. Yeah. And I think it's like you said, when you go through changes as you age, like you might have a grasp of what it is in your teens and your early twenties, but then it changes as you have kids, your body changes, your mentality changes, your life changes. Mm-hmm. So like you were saying, I think through stages of your life, you have to stop and reevaluate what self-love is and are you taking care of yourself? Are you loving yourself the right way? Right. Now to Miss T. And do you know how you like what kind of love you need? Because everybody right. mm-hmm. doesn't need to be loved in the same way. A lot of us want a type of love that we see somebody else get. We think that that's what mm-hmm. we, what we want for ourselves. Right. So we try and look for that type of person or even go for that person who gives that person that type of, you know what I'm saying? And it's not really, mm-hmm. it's never the same. And it's not what you need. Yeah. I was going through memes and I seen a meme that kind of stood out to me that kind of, I don't know, I don't really feel like this gives a true reflection of what self-love is. So the meme says, self-love is the greatest middle finger of all time. And I I really feel like self-love isn't just saying, fuck you, I'm only worried about me. That's more selfish talking. But but I I think it depends on how you perceive that meme. I feel like because that could come from a whole bunch of different directions because what, well, because this is the thing. Where's the middle finger being pointed to? The meme doesn't say that. Where's the middle? Who, who, what, if, where, when, how is the, are the middle fingers being pointed? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't see it. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I don't, I don't take it as fuck you, fuck everyone. A lot of people get, a, a lot of people get thrown off when when people are like you know no I'm not gonna deal with you in that way or deal Mm -hmm. with that you know they take it as a strong fuck you and that's not necessarily what it is the person just simply does not want to be in that space and time they don't want to deal with whatever you have going on Mm -hmm. so they're going about their way they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be in their area Mm -hmm. or surround themselves with other but people who do the things that they're more like-minded individuals exactly yeah, I, I just feel like self-love shouldn't be more associated to the people we associate with or are going through phases with people that we know. We're going to go through cycles of change in relationships. You know, people are like seasons. They come and they go. Yeah. As we go through our, As we change, go through our own off. stages, we fall <laughs> off from other people's uh-huh. uh, lives uh-huh. and things just the uh-huh. same as they do. I feel like self-love should be more in regards to who, no matter what situation you're going through. You know what you can tolerate. You know what you deserve. You know how to love people openly and honestly to let them know that this is not, you know, like, hey, that's that's Adam. That's not what I do or that's not, you know, like you you have that instinct instantly without having to go through the motions to get to that point. I feel like self-love is more basically more in tune to who you are. 
we had a chance to sit with my dear good friend JR and talk about self-love and here's a few things on what he had to say Ariana did her song we completely disagree with um we think it just basically it's a terrible example it's, of um exuding self-love I think that a lot of women a lot of women weaponize self-love that way I feel like they do too I do agree with that I feel like self-love again should only be attainable to you it should only relate to you it should have absolutely nothing to do with those who have caused you hurt or I, harm or I, I to get to a point that. where you're reflecting where you're reflecting like um, i would challenge that because that kind of like that those kinds of traumas lead you to self-love but that's self-care but talk, is the aftermath not all the time going through that. I, I mean yeah no it, I, i'm not saying like all the time they do but like when you refer when a lot of people refer to those moments, those moments were pivotal in making them re evaluate themselves, just kind of shift themselves to the journey self-care. of self love. I mean, self care is like self love, self care exercise is self love. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree with that. It's- but, like, I think in this particular instance, it's like learning, and this is not even like so to me, self care is. Deadass, I'm at least three weeks behind on self-care as far as my haircut, my haircut is concerned. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like self-care is before you get to the point where you need that shit, where you say, I need to take care of myself first. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think that yeah, you're right in a sense that like, yeah, you can't operate in self-care without love for yourself. But you don't like understanding that a situation brought you from trauma to I need to shift my focus and not like I think in those moments they become super pivotal because they make you choose a journey like Mm -hmm. at at the point of self-care where someone takes so much of you that you deplete yourself. Mm -hmm. You either have the option of self-destruction or self-care and self-love is choosing self-care over self-destruction. Exactly. Okay. Now that and I, I and, and I also understand too what you're saying with that, that from that point too, it doesn't necessarily mean that you've reached self love no, no, because no. you've you know you're you've at reached the bottom the point where t- yeah you have you know the bottom of your barrel like you know right. and, and you a lot of us are are still right there and we'll make it seem like we're we love ourselves because we're doing and that's, because we're, we're trying doing to that, that physical upkeep or right not even that physical upkeep like. Legit, if I were drinking my sorrows away, but I were able to get up and go to work Functioning and function as an alcoholic, I would be out here saying some shit like I'm loving myself when I'm neglecting myself because I'm going through some shit that I'm not addressing. Right. And I mean, that goes for whether or not you're in a relationship or whether you're on your own. Yeah, yeah. If you're masking, that's absolutely not a a, 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 a symptom of self-care or not a, a symptom, but um, what comes after a symptom? Uh, the symptom leads to the actual illness. Yeah, shit, that's a bad example. Uh, <laughs> but like, legit, if you're the point where you're sick, if you're saying I'm sick and I need to care for myself to get back to okay, I like in essence, in theory itself, that's self love. However, I think that if you've gotten that far, you've neglected self love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see a lot of people. The thing that irritates me most is um, self-care that happens to hurt other people. Yeah, I don't like that. 
That's not self care. Not at all. It's definitely not self care. I mean, that's, because that self care and self love should only pertain to yourself. yourself more when you. Well, when you yeah, because you, you, you might not be, but self preservation. You may not realize you are, but yeah, you are. You are hurting because yourself. Because if you have time to to throw shots at somebody else, you obviously you're something. not working. I mean, you know, exactly focusing on what you need to be focusing on with yourself. There's a metaphysical part where y'all absolutely right, but like I I've just seen some people who aren't necessarily wasting time to to demolish other people, but they demolish other people like in the process. In the process of them being me. Like for me. Is it I'm more of on a perspective of being honest about who they no, are? Like I'm definitely in a bag where I say more negative shit than I say positive shit. It's just a it's a reality in my situation. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like there are times where I really don't mean to be a dick the way that I'm being a dick. And it don't like happen. Me. Like, I mean, not even like. A but do you lot of actively been, work on it? Like, do you actively? Work I will on say the different. Let a, him answer. Did you I'm just made a face? I have a, no, I will say I have a massive amount of self awareness. So you are never able to call something to my attention that I don't you know you're not even say, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I've been a, like a friend of mine. I was talking to. I was talking to her about her boyfriend and really trying to push her through that situation. And I think I said something in just about my immediate ex. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's because you're in your He-Man woman hater bag. Mm. And I was like, really? Like, at first I joked it off. And then I was like, no, did I ask? Like, she was like, no, seriously. And then I asked, like, two or three more friends. Because I was, by the time she said, before she said it, I was almost sure. Um, because I count, I caught myself saying, being more hypercritical of the things that women do out loud. Mm-hmm. Like, if, oh. you know, like between me and her, mm-hmm. like we've had conversations about shit that women do that are trash. And, you know, like it was private and I mm-hmm. wouldn't go into the public and be like, yo, mm-hmm. women be on some trash shit. I've always felt like this, but my willingness to lose that filter that matters, like, um, I think that that happens and, getting back to normal it's not that's self-triage like i'm trying to get to Uh self-care self-care is not even like protecting my brand and protecting what i'm trying to do so much so that i it overtakes my personal experience Mm -hmm. and so like legit like i think that and this is where i brought into the academic aspect of how the history about it came is because i think that in us misusing the phrase we miss a lot of nuance in the phrase is because we don't get to say things like what I just said is like that's self triage mm-hmm. and this is self care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like making that nuance it steps different. To it. It's, if, it's if levels we, to it. And because I think that certain Which people were at the helm of creating that term and not protecting what mm-hmm. it means, mm-hmm. like when it pop, when it caught on with pop culture, niggas were talking about it regardless of what it was. Rather, it was triage mm-hmm. or care. Mm-hmm. Like there was no spectrum. There was. There wasn't no levels to this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's and definitely so, levels it's to levels it. It's levels to this. It's definitely levels to it. It goes again, like when you're at the bottom and, and you decide, okay, let me start taking care of myself. Like, let, let me get let me get back from flatline. Mm-hmm. That's triage. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't caring mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. Caring for yourself is saying, yo, before I get that heart attack, before I have mm-hmm. a problem with my cholesterol, I'm taking care of my shit. Mm-hmm. That's care. Mm-hmm. Rather than not. You eating all kinds of junk and then going to the hospital for a triple bypass and saying, I want to live. That's triage. Mm-hmm. And like there are a lot of these a lot of these bitches out here occupy. I mean, uh, operating in triage. Mm-hmm. 
and they ain't care for me. Like that's what that triage is. All those like, instant is that instant trying to figure out what I'm gonna do next. Well, because they don't realize too. Like, like you ain't like got you to said, take care of yourself. Where it's right. levels and you go from. I gotta get back to in here. Like, well, no, you're, you're not. When you're trying to get back at somebody. You're not. You're not. You're not. You ain't even at triage. Exactly. Right. Normal is I'm capable of loving someone the way that they should be loved without the trauma that is impacting me, impacting me in this relationship. Right. If you ain't got there yet, then stop talking about fucking self love because that's self triage. You need to keep yourself from dying emotionally. And while we talk about health. Like if you're talking about somebody who's really like been on a bodybuilding shit and been in a health bag or whatever, like you respect that. Right. When you talk about somebody who's come back from a triple bypass, you like you can respect what they do to get to the point of uh-huh. self care, but like that's you killed yourself to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Ariana Grande absolutely sounds like she killed herself. Uh-huh. <coughs> I didn't feel any type of emotion from this song. I just I feel, felt like well, it was I mean, more poppy. I think that that's a result of it being poppy. But like, exactly. if you take back, if you take out the pop shit in the whole situation, um, oh, it made me turn my nose up just I was, slightly because you know. I mean, it didn't feel real enough to me. I don't, it wasn't I don't real feel at like, all. I feel like she sold herself it short, which I feel it. like she does that on all her records. She doesn't put enough of her personal I don't, self. I don't have that expectation. Now, listen, there's one Ariana Grande song that I really do like. Yeah, like, I mean, like, wow. You really are treating people as disposable. And in an era where. And this shouldn't even be about that. That's more of a defense mechanism as far as saying, oh, I'm over you next. Yeah. But and that's not really. Is, that's even not even so like I want to, I want to, I want to give her credit for the fact that she is moved. In fact, moving on in it's real okay time. It's okay to as move on, shit. but don't sit there no, and make it seem. I don't like think it's that all she did. She's gonna be singing this song for how long? How far did you really move on when you're still mentioning these names? You know what? Exactly, and it was more honest, payback because like, had they done the I'm same be, thing to her, I'm be which her ass. previous ex fiance had just did that what, Saturday uh, Night Live. Oh no, you talking about Pete or whatever? Yeah, Pete, the one she was engaged to. He had just did that, and what did she do? She went to Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff to try to cry victim. Well, okay, so this is what so you can't take what, what allegedly happened was um, when Pete did that skit, whatever the skit was, she took issue with the problem, and this is right. where the breakup stems from. Um, is the fact that she, I guess, he was, I don't know if like he's been alleged to have exploited the relationship for his popularity. I'm sure he did. I don't, I don't know the like the first thing I seen him on was that Kanye skit. That I don't know that nigga behind that, um, but like he did that and she took issue with it and she got angry, and I think that she broke up with him as a result of that. Now, the fact that she's been That's because she doesn't have any background, she's been in public space for what at least three very prominent pop culture figures. What you had, Big Shine. I mean, uh, yeah, you got Big Shine, you got Pete, and you got uh, Mac, Mac Miller. Miller, and so. You know, at some point, you have to protect your character. So you make these kinds of songs and these claims as a means of protecting who you are. Because at some point, you're going to seem like a hoe who rocks out with drug addicts or whatever and then gets mad when they go too far. And Mm -hmm. so to avoid that, you say, let me go ahead and, 
you know, put the song on. No, out, she made it. She made it what it is. Thank you. Next, like yeah. on to the next one, and then the one after that. Yeah, and, and I, one after that. And I the think one after that, that that's what that thing. There's a callousness. That, yeah, there's a callousness that comes after that. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, as, well, she tries to fix it. This after was like completely backwards. Like this did not work. She's saying thank you next, and I'm saying the next person is me. Yeah, I'm not worried about anybody else. That's right. And this is what made this is what made to me is me. Which is funny, like when you text me that that text message, I feel like I had just told somebody else she was in her me bag. I'm really using bag. I blame the whole like Joe Button and shit. <laughs> Fuck mm-hmm. up. But no, nah, I told my homegirl, like, yo, you're my you're my Tamiya shits. And then like 30 minutes later, she was like, To me is me or this song. And I was like, Yeah, no, nah, this I song asked is you trash. that. Yeah, you I just was Oh, I don't know, you're talking about me. Yeah, I'm I was sorry. talking about you. But um <laughs> No, I was like, definitely, definitely thank you next because to me, a song, first of all, to me, it conveys it was respectful. To me, it conveys she was coming from an aspect of a man that was abusing her physically uh, abusing and emotionally. Neglecting, like, mm-hmm. But Ariana really, Grande technically was, well, we don't know whether or not she difference. was physically or here's emotionally abused by any of them. Empowerment. But none of her relationships give the the thought that she was that that was what I feel like they were more struggling with issues than yeah. she was. Drugs. Ariana Grande is trying to use that phrase in terms of a power empowerment. Um Tamia, when she wrote that song, or when whomever wrote that song for her, she needed the uh, empowerment. That was like depletion, uh-huh. needing su- uh-huh, uh-huh, needing uh-huh, uh-huh. sustenance. She was on survive. her way through triage, yeah, to she, get to her. And where you are, like healing. utilizing, and truthfully, I don't think that Ariana Grande needs healing. For no, not like, at all. She needs to. She needs, she needs to learn to how to stop with dating. people that, that need healing. She needs to stop trying to be the Captain person that can fix people. First of all, when she's ready anybody. to run off. When let me throw this shit out here. Stop saying that women in entirety are fixers Thank because you. some no, of these we're bitches not. are not, not even remotely capable of doing. But it. not now, even but remotely capable. Now, now, but you can't fix anybody that don't want to be fixed. Now, Wait, with that being said, I'm though, too, we shit. all have to stop generalizing each other. Exactly. Like, I, don't, you know, I don't disagree. Uh, because there's all different types of women, for real, for real. Some right. of us will do it, some of us won't, you know, and vice versa. You know, the same thing with men. But I think that women who cling to that as what I they're okay, usually I'm those really are usually ones that are running my, from something, though. I'm not like, trying to get in my own shit. Um, I will say that women who claim that they are fixers, I, I have found. Cute. Far more of them who are incapable of fixing a goddamn thing. <laughs> like, I, you know. They like claim that. And I mean, it's have? the weirdest shit because these are women who cling to men to fix their problems, but will tell you they are grand fixers. That makes no That's sense. That's only so they can get kudos and cool points yeah. from these niggas. What do they be fixing? These niggas that don't they even don't know how to fix themselves. Shit. Because at the end I don't of the day, fix anything, and I don't want to be. Fixed. We can't fix anybody yeah, unless they like, want to fix themselves. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be able. That's okay. ass fucking backwards. Why That's would you rock with somebody that you got a whole ass fix? What's a whole? Like, that don't make no sense. That I can't fix. I, I can add. No. I can add. Why would you? My, I can add encouragement on you. I can push somebody to go towards the right path, but unless they want to, that's not fixing them if they don't want to take that encouragement. Okay, let's just you can't fix. Let's distinguish the two. Yeah, that's definitely mine. Um, 
let's distinguish the two. Like, someone who doesn't want to be fixed, it's stupid to try to fix them. But that's the thing. They continue to want to fix them. Even knowing that they see the signs that this person is just the way that they are. I don't want to be with anybody that needs to be fixed. A lot of women like that. And I don't want to have to sit around trying to fix somebody. You're gonna have to. No, I wanna I I I wanna grow with someone, I wanna evolve with someone, but not necessarily fix. I mean, I'm gonna be there if you fall short. Of course, that's where that balance comes in. That's where that balance comes in. Like you making someone who comes up short not short in those areas. That doesn't mean that they have to be fixed. You're fixing them. I don't I don't look at it like that. That's literally a fix though. I mean, I I get what you're saying. I get why you're looking at it. I don't look at no, I don't I don't look at it. I mean you okay, I would rephrase that. Like, not that you don't look at it like that, but you're not doing that level of fix. Okay, welcome back to Love Is with Kilo Sade, Cash, and T Rose. Before the break, we were discussing self love. We went over the definition of what self love is regard for one's own well being and happiness. Yes, regard. So, how do we get there? Like, you know, what have what. Where have we been and what have we done to get to a point where um, we're indulging in self-love? I feel like I, I'm, that, that's where I'm, I indulge in self-love right now. I'm way more aware of it. Um, it, makes me a, a, it makes me a better person to everybody. It's not just good for me, honey. It's right. good for the world. You know what I mean? No, seriously. Yeah. I mean, I think it's being honest with yourself. Like accepting those flaws and just learning to love yourself through them. I mean, it takes a lot of raw honesty to get to self-love because you have to be willing to admit everything that you're not. Mm -hmm. I mean, in so many words. I feel like self-love, my journey, getting to self-love really didn't create, come until beginning of 2017. Uh, I think I started to go natural again around that time frame. I had relaxed my hair for a certain period of time. So I went ahead and started letting relax it grow out and then I clipped my ends. And then like summer of 18, I got a little bit more bolder and I decided to cut my hair down or off, cut the relaxer off and just go natural and wing it. I said, no heat, no heat. And see, like knowing you, I've been there where she cut all, you know, all of her hair mm-hmm. off, you know, but still rock the relaxer. But that's the thing. When you know. I cut my hair off in hair school, I still was at an ugly place in my life at that time. Like, I, nobody really knew the things that I was going through around mm-hmm. that time. Um, I had lost everything. I had just went through a terrible breakup. Mm-hmm. Lost my house, lost my car, had to move back home with my mom, with my two kids. And I was at a low point. But I feel like you know, maybe that was a, a period of self-love as well, because I didn't want to really distract myself with any other guy or, you know, like I could have been in hair school dating all the guys. I mean, and many of us use our hair as a distraction. Yeah. Like anytime, oh, anytime I'm really like emotionally, mm-hmm. like especially on like a breakup tip type of, you know, yes. I bleach my hair. Mm-hmm. Like it's, 
And I always end up getting to a point where I have to let my hair grow out again and stuff like, you know what I mean? But we as women, Mm -hmm. our hair, we do a lot with our hair when it comes to- Our hair is our, what was the story in the Bible about Samson with his long hair? It's our strength. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when our strength starts to deteriorate- Mm-hmm. We cut our hair. We mm-hmm. try to get that get that wow factor back mm-hmm. about who we are. But then to take it a step further, because when you're really searching for self and you're really going deep in self, mm-hmm. um, I think for us as black women, a, a big sign for that mm-hmm. is the not not even just the big chop, but the just going natural period. Yeah, that phase. Um, because a lot of us live a majority of our life for a while where mm-hmm. our hair is chemically treated or mm-hmm. um or you know, flat ironed, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but Heat wear, damage. We live we wear an illusion. We yeah. wear an illusion on our head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was talking to somebody one time and I mean not too long ago my hair was, was flat ironed. And I only flat iron my hair now. If you ever knew me, you know that I used to love my hair straight. I yes. love my wraps. I love my body wraps. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I if my hair is straight, it's just to get my ends trimmed. Mm-hmm. But he was like, "You, I love your hair like that. You look so mature. You look so mature with your hair straight like that." And I looked him dead in his face and I said, "That is, this is an illusion. Mm-hmm. My hair is not straight. <laughs> it's curly. Mm-hmm. It's not straight. Right." Thank you, but yeah, no, don't get don't get used don't to get, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, our hair is our sense of strength, and I feel like when we cut our hair, it's because we feel like we're creating a new. We're going on a right, new journey. Exactly, mm-hmm. we're letting go of things that are weighing us down, basically. Mm-hmm. And we look at our hair as a symbol of that that weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I cut my hair like Teresa said back when I was in hair school um, in 2011 mm-hmm. I had did a big chop then but I feel like my big chop back then is not was the different. same yes, I'm, as it is now because it, huh? I'm older and I'm I'm not going through as much as what I was going through back then. It's a whole different I'm world. I'm a whole different person now mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of the core values that I did get back in 2011 did in fact help me get to the point where I am right now. But as far as back then, I still was going through so much crazy stuff to where I was not respecting my body. I was not really too in tune with what I wanted next. As far as in a relationship, I was still caught up on my ex. I'm like so many things emotionally were going on with me at that time. Cutting the hair was just something simple just to do it, just to see what I would look like doing. That's all it was. But my my chop now is way more serious to me as far as like not caring what people think, but wanting to still make sure I keep it maintained and healthy and things like that. And I, this process and this progress has been amazing. I'm at the ugly boy stage right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be wearing a little bit more braids and weaves and stuff. But yeah, I look like little young Michael Jackson. <laughs> A punch of this hair, baby y'all. Girl. I was in the mirror one day singing, Oh, baby, give me out that shit picked out. Hilarious. But yeah, self love is extremely important to me right now, making sure that I don't lose identity of self, being newly married and trying mm-hmm. to uh, make sure that. I'm keeping up with my sons and making sure their esteem is fine because they, they, boys experience a lot of 
self-esteem issues. They don't really mm-hmm. express it like how girls, young girls right. express it. They just get lost in the shuffle. We focus so much on girls and mm-hmm. making sure that they're okay and feel okay in their bodies. Exactly. We forget about that for boys, mm-hmm. that they're changing too and that they might feel. Mm-hmm. And I, exactly. And I feel like a lot of boys don't, even as men, don't really know what the mm-hmm. true definition of self-love is. Right. You know, they, 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 their love is expressed differently from how we express our love. So I can see that being an issue for them. Uh, I feel like they mask it by buying things, mm-hmm. <laughs> staying fly, getting rims and all that type of stuff. The women that they and then the women that do mm-hmm. it are ways of not trying to replenish that That's lack of self. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sugar daddies and <laughs> <laughs> all those type of things. I mean, that's how they kind of mask those insecurities. Mm-hmm. They didn't learn to deal with them as boys. So, yeah. You know, just put a pretty thing on your arm and it fixes everything. Yeah, I do think, like though, that. that it's, um, I mean, we're creatures of habit. And, yeah. And so I think that the more that the child sees that in the, you know, sees self love in the parent, mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to teach them um, where they understand it best too. You know, we, we have to be examples for what we want for them. Um, and that's why it's really important to achieve self-love, but it's also so hard to get lost, to lose, to lose yourself. Cause a lot of us lose ourselves on purpose. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of reckless people out, out here that <laughs> just don't mind. Right. They're like, let me just let go. But a lot of us lose ourselves on accident um, and it, and it's and it, it's really with the kids, like outside mm-hmm. of our relationships um, with spouses and stuff like that. Number one, the kids are how we really get wrapped up in uh, in in not knowing who we are. You know, when we wake up one day and realize, like, okay, wait a minute, you know. Um, and that's on the thing as far as like making sure we're not taking out taking the time out to take care of self. Mm-hmm. We have self love goes hand in hand with self care. We have to care more for ourselves and make sure that I'm good, mm-hmm. not just my kid. I gotta oh, I gotta make sure they could. I gotta mm-hmm. make sure they eat. I need to make sure that I'm good so that I can properly care for them. And it's the and little myself. things. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's the little things. I take myself out to eat once a week. I used to take myself to the movies. Like I, I haven't done and, it. Well, and maybe time. I don't. Sometimes it's not out to eat, but I I go take myself on a date Just at least once a week, and it's not something where I spend like lots of money on you know, and this on a regular basis. Again, it's really something that's small, but it's my time to myself. The first time I did it, it was an accident. I had had a moment away from the kids. Kennedy was like she was still like just a little bit overborn. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a moment away that I didn't have. And so I'm calling my girls and nobody's available. But I'm like, I can't let this moment pass me by. I'm going to get out. I'm going to do something. And I just ended up going like, I did a little shopping by myself and that I, when I was hungry. And so I, I went and I got something to eat. But I actually went in there and I sat down. That was the weirdest thing was sitting down by myself. Mm-hmm. And at first I was kind of worried about what, you know, what it looked like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me sitting down by myself right. like what you know but after a while um I just kind of got on my phone and I was just really chilling out and I forgot I forgot that I was by myself and I was enjoying myself the guy brought over my food that's what made me aware you know of where I was again um but I just I kind of sunk into it and then made it 
a habit. You know, every time after the first time was a little less awkward right. and I would venture out and do a little bit more. The first time I went to the movies by myself, I lucked up because it was hardly anybody in the movie. So then <laughs> I'm talking to the screen. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm talking to the screen. I'm so laughing that basically loud. says that with self-love, we're not afraid of being with ourselves and enjoying mm-hmm. our own company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like a lot of people lack that ability to actually be able to be alone? I yes. think it scares people. I, I, mm-hmm. I think people don't really think that... Uh, well, without admitting it, they don't think enough of themselves to think that they'd actually be able to have a good time alone. Mm-hmm. It's foreign to me. Like, I I mean, I remember being, always wanting to have somebody with me no matter what I was doing, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily one. But, yeah, no, I think, I think a lot of people are more so scared of the unknown with it. And that's crazy to me. Like, I, ever since I was younger, I've always loved my own company. I like locking myself in my room, listening mm-hmm. to my music. Music was always my escape. Or maybe knowing that you needed a long time. Exactly. Because that's one thing about me. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Making sure you are taking time away to yourself so that you can collect all your thoughts, mm-hmm. figure out your day, assess Release it. Release some stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chips sit back and chill back in my heyday when I used to, you know, <laughs> let that window up and let that smoke air out. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> back in those days, I used to just sit back and just let the wind fly through the window and just sit, sit there and think. I used to like sitting on my trampoline too at night and just laying on it and just looking up at the sky and stuff and just. Mm-hmm. Like I've always been thoughts. able to chill outside of night. See, the gym is mine yeah. now. Mm-hmm. That's my getaway. That's Physical. my... Yeah. I'll okay. get my moment. Mm-hmm. Kids know, don't text mommy when she's at the gym. I'm not going to respond. <laughs> the great thing about the gym is, especially if you're a man, you get in a good workout. You get all the aggression and mm-hmm. everything that you need. Everything. Out. A lot of the times, people who go to the gym are not nice to everybody. Um, because they just, again, a lot of whatever that, that extra negative energy, I mean, they put it, you put it out in the gym, you put it all the way out there. Yeah. I like going to the gym, but I haven't gone as much as I need. And that, that's maybe me not taking the self care that I need to, because I've been so focused on I did it for a year. I woke mm-hmm. up one day and just went to the gym and just kept going. Amazing. And so, yeah. And so I can honestly say for like the last two or three months, I really, I'm like, I'm falling back into my old habits. Yeah. Which, I, oh, well, it, but it's not even it's necessarily so eating. It's it's just not the, I mean, going to the gym, when when you get up, and I was getting up at four o'clock every morning. Like, going yeah, out. I you know, Ooh, that's not a morning person. That's the only time that I have, and I'm gonna just keep it. I'm yeah. gonna keep it 100. At yeah, like 2 sometimes. p.m., I'm not worth a damn. Like yeah, the day progresses, up. like you know, I'm not. I mean, come on now. The only thing with the times, the, like the two times, because literally, literally, there have only been two times that I was able to get up at 4 a.m. to go to the gym. Well, those two times, those days, I had way more energy than when yes, I went and, to the and gym that's at night why I went to, or afterwards. Well, now here's the thing: 21 days. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. You do it for all you got to do is just do it for 21 days. And just get in. You'll be in a habit. I'm by. I mean, by the, by the first week, you're gonna go ahead and wake up before the alarm goes off because mm-hmm. you don't already made it in your mind. Like, fuck, I gotta get up. I'm not gonna right. get up. So let me do. You know. Um. But by day 21, you're gonna be like, now let me see how many days I can do this. 
and without stopping like it's mm-hmm. it's and, and i i just have to get back in that mode to get up see now it's mm-hmm. hard because it's cold outside i'm like i don't even want to deal with the cold now, now. kashira yes you have already mentioned that you are currently going through separation divorce mm-hmm. and i know after like during this period i know you had went ahead started lifting weights and actually competed right. what was that like um and how was that attributed to self-love? That was a point where I was like, I have to figure out something to kind of keep my mom busy. Mm-hmm. And during that summer, I had kind of started going to these workouts in the park with, you know, Fit Fitness. Let me mm-hmm. shout out my trainer real quick. <laughs> so, and kind of, you know, lost some weight. And, you know, she was like, you should compete. And at first, I was like, no, like, I think that's crazy. Like, I can't even <laughs> imagine, like, doing that. And then I thought about it a little bit more, like, what do you have to lose? Like, right. you're already going through this point where you're transitioning. Like, why not? Like, why right. are you telling yourself that you can't do something? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of dived right into it. Like, went, like you were just talking about, that 21 days making a habit. It was just in my mind. Like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what it is. Like, it's crazy. It's a crazy time. Yeah, it was a crazy time. I'm talking about like an hour worth of cardio on top of lifting, weighing out your food. Like it gets crazy, like absolutely crazy. But like you said, tying into self love, it taught me a lot about myself. It taught me the limits I could go. It taught me that I could be more than I thought I was. That I could do something that just seems so far-fetched. Like, I couldn't imagine at any point in my life walking across the stage full of people in a bikini. Mm-hmm. And when I say bikini, I mean, like, itty-bitty bikini. bikini. <laughs> like, I mean, y'all getting it. Like, I would watch the videos of you and um, Fit Read on the treadmills. I mean, running, gunning. Yeah, like, I have never... I. Okay, never have ran on a treadmill. I'm afraid that I'm gonna fuck myself up. I always just see me falling. That is my face least favorite first. thing. Like running on a treadmill, I'm not even gonna lie. Like cardio, uh, <laughs> I'd rather just lift. But you know, I swear, just a part of it. I would. Yeah, but I mean, it teaches you a lot about yourself because you have to push yourself. There yeah. are some days you are just like, I do not want to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about full time job, coming home to kids. On top of that, Cooking. everything is oh still God. gotta go to the gym. Yes. So it told me a lot about myself. Like, I there was days where I was like, I quit. Like, I can't do this. This is crazy. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm right. hungry. Like, what are you talking about? Right. But then I was like, okay, no, you made it this far. You can do this. You just kind of you feel like it changed your personality at all? Getting into the best shape. Um, it's hard because you get down to this show weight. Mm-hmm. Like my show weight was like 95 pounds. Mm. Like I ain't seen 95 pounds, pounds since, like, 1997. Like that's it. That's all. <laughs> so, coming out of that, you have to remember, like, that was just for the show. That's not a realistic body type. That's not something that you should strive for, achieve right. for. But, I mean, it's hard because you're coming out of that and your body's changing again and you're getting a little bit softer and it's not what you've been used to. You've been pushing in your mind for weeks now. This is what you gotta look like. Lose the weight. Five pounds a week. Like, and it just kind of messes with you. So it took me a little bit to be like, okay. Eat. It was another adjustment. Yeah, like mm-hmm. eat. It's okay to eat. Stop mm-hmm. wearing your food. Like put your little weight back on. It's okay. You can have some curves, be softer. 
Mm-hmm. Because at first I'm like, um, like what's happening here? Like I don't like it. Like you know, but now I'm at a place where I like my extra curves. I like the body that I'm at now. I am right. going to compete again, mm-hmm. but I think it will be easier this easier this time because I know that that's not ideally ideal. Who I am. That's not where I'm at, and that's, that's where that's that self love, right? <sighs> I don't know. I just, just love your body at every stage. Right. I feel like a lot of people at times confuse self-love with overconfidence. Right. Um, I feel like sometimes people use it in a, as a weapon in a sense. Like, you know, we got that goes back to the image that I have seen and the memes that said uh, self-love is like a middle finger to everyone or to you or you. And I don't feel like self-love is a middle finger to everyone. I just feel like self-love is just knowing what you can or cannot deal with. But you don't say it like in a sense to try to bring harm to somebody else because I like telling somebody that you ain't fucking with them, that makes them feel a certain type of way. And that takes away from them, you know, like and their self-love that they have for themselves. So I feel like anytime we, push out negative neg- negativity about going through a journey or trying to identify with who you are and say, oh, I can't deal with the shit that you got going on right now. Let me, I have to deal with me right now, which is, I don't know. It's such a, it's so. It's a little bit push. of a balance though, because yeah. sometimes you have to be able to say to a person like, look, I can't fuck with you and not be able to take on that baggage of what they're right. going to feel about mm-hmm. that. Okay. Like sometimes you just have to be able to say that and walk away and Especially not worry about how they're going to feel. Because you too are going through a journey. Exactly. Right. And, and so maybe they should be able to just respect where you're coming from. Yes. Right. And that doesn't, it's just and not that, your and job. That, and that right. shouldn't mean that you could never come back together again. Right. It may, you know. And that's why usually that's if I do thing. say stuff like that to someone, I'm like, you know, I love you. But I have to focus on me right now. I can't, you know, I actually had a friend of mine where he... And I were extremely cool, and we talked for a while. He uh, found somebody else, and you know he was honest with me. Told me that he couldn't, you know, he liked this girl more. Apparently, eventually that situation didn't work out or pan out, and he reached back out to me as if you know me second. I could have been petty, but I wasn't petty. So I was just like I told him at that time because I I was at a place where I didn't want to date anymore. And I felt like I needed to focus more in hair school, on hair school. And so I told him, I was like, hey, you know, I got a lot of love for you. I got a lot of respect for you. But at this point in my life, I need to focus on me. I can't try to, you know what I'm saying, keep up with you and making sure I'm really what you want. And it's not about you. It's about me right now. So I'm going to have to holler at you later. And I mean, he took it and he respected that. But I feel like me being able to have that ability to say, I could have went with lust. I mean, hell, this shit. It was good. You know what I'm saying? I could have stayed in that mind frame thinking like of the physical needs that I, I wanted, but my mental was needed more of me. And so I, I had to tell him, like, I can't, I can't do it. There goes that word again, balance. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's being able to balance your wants and your needs mm-hmm. and being true to self. Because to me, that that's self-love. Right. Self-love is being true to self and standing on that with, with, with integrity. Yeah. Standing like, firm on your beliefs. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, at all costs to whomever. Um, I mean, because maybe if you're true to yourself, then happiness is in everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you're not searching for happiness because you're just, right. you're there mm-hmm. naturally. 
And these, accepting the things you can't change and changing mm-hmm. the things that you can. Right. Mm-hmm. And still them. being appreciative of the ones that you can't change. Mm-hmm. Like acknowledging your flaws. You don't have to love your flaws. Mm-hmm. A lot of people always say you got to love your flaws. And I, I, knowing that I got this fupa, I love, I mean, I love me. I love my body, but I know I want to get rid of this goddamn mm-hmm. fupa. fupa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, so, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm sorry. Shout out to all the fupa lovers around the world, especially as cuddle seasons now in full <laughs> effect. <Probably. laughs> That's where they like to lay. And that's right. where they like to lay. I'm sorry, but right I know the you. I know the purpose of my fupa, but I don't want it. Th- no, mm-hmm. I want to be able to wear my two piece in peace. Well, the shit, the babies love the fupa too. Oh my god, Jojo likes to fucking put his finger in my belly button, and he'll just keep he'll lift my shirt up and just put his belly his finger in my belly button, or he likes to blow on my stomach. Jameson is like <laughs> the thighs. He's like, mommy, you move like water. He's oh my god. <laughs> And I'm like, kids are so like girl, messed up care. on your self esteem. They will oh. mess your self esteem. And the up. day he told me that I had a uh, little big jugs, <laughs> acknowledging that I had jugs, <laughs> but not big jugs. Mm-hmm. They were little big little, jugs. Little big yeah. jugs. I remember yeah. one time I had bought some some crochet hair, and Melika was like, it was so fucking shiny, y'all. It was like super. It was that real crazy synthetic mm-hmm, hair. Mm-hmm. It was so shiny. Melika was like, Mommy, look like you got leather in your hair. That <laughs> leather. He was like, oh, I ain't feeling that. And I mean, I was going to turn around real quick. Damn. Like, right. I was like, you just going to run me out like that. Like, they kids are like true reflections of, of self love to me. Like, they have absolutely. They're true no reflections of who we are. That's the messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, you are my child. Especially young kids that it. haven't been tainted mm-hmm. by other kids or, you know, like had to feel like um, like rejection and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, four year olds. Those Between the ages of two to four, uh-huh. that those are some of the even most truthful. Mm-hmm. Even up to five. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They are yeah. so honest. Like they mind frames and the things that they say and what they perceive is just so amazing to sit and watch. And I'm like, damn, I used to be a little you. Like when I oh, my, my, daughter, <laughs> my daughter tells me I'm peach. Oh. Oh, oh, my, oh. When I switch my hair up at school, like it's mm-hmm. the most fascinating thing oh, in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Dead ass, like they be so fascinating. Like, oh, like, is that so? Your hair's fake, right? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes, my hair is fake. And I'm like, every day, like, reminding me, oh, like, you have your fake hair in today. <laughs> and I'm like, do y'all think I just where'd go you, where'd your fake hair go? Like, do y'all think I just go home at night and just like remove yes. your right hair? <laughs> yeah, they know that they thought about it. That is so cute. You I need to find love, out what they where they went with that thought because it's probably I, hilarious. I love talking to like little kids, like especially between the ages of two and five. I'll sit there mm-hmm. and have whole conversations with them just they to see come to my what class comes any day, they are not, their minds. They are not <laughs> completely. But yeah, I feel like they kids before they are actually affected by the world or actually experience world experiences, they just are so raw and refreshing. Mm-hmm. Their identity of self is not as much, it's not mature, but I mean, it's there. They know mm-hmm. exactly who they are. They would tell you how they feel oh, with definitely. absolutely no hesitation. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like. I mean, sometimes it's easier just to ask them. Like, you know, when you get frustrated with mm-hmm. a kid, like, just get it, like, 
eye level. What's wrong? Like, <laughs> what's, what's the problem? You'll be amazed at what they'll say to yeah. you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Especially if you think about it in, in the way that they... And how they're actually saying it, you know, mm-hmm. understanding on their level mm-hmm. of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yes. And right, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back. Yeah. All right. We are back. So we um, we got some prescriptions for self-love for so- those of us who um, who need it. Um, who are actually in search of it, going through it. Um, you know, self-love is about self-discovery. Um, and and once you get there, um, staying open to that and maintaining it. So for our prescriptions, how many are there? Okay, so I found an article. Um, it is a by Deborah Kabash Kashaba in Psychology Today. She wrote out a seven-step prescription for self-love. She put in a byline stating that self-love is an action, not a state of feeling good. Do you agree with that? To a certain extent. um, I feel like if you do certain things for yourself, in turn, it makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. You're not going to feel good until you actually... I just feel like it's a continuous... Right. Feeling. You're not gonna it has to be feel fed. Good in every this moment. has to be fed. Right. Well, there's gonna be some moments where you don't feel good. The action is self care. Oh yeah, exactly. Love I feel like the action is self care to sustain self love. Agreed. You know, so I feel like that's what the action, where the action part plays mm-hmm. into self love. And self care varies and changes depending mm-hmm. upon your situation and, and what where makes you, are you happy. Mm-hmm. All right. So she goes into a step by our a seven step instruction on how to maintain self-love or prescriptions for self-love. Um, step one was become mindful. People who have more self-love tend to know what they think, feel, and want. They are mindful of who they are and act on this knowledge rather than on what others want for them. So true. Yes. You have to be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel like that goes back into me stating earlier that I just I'm at a point where I know what it is I want. I know how I want to be loved. I'm not afraid to tell people how I want them to interact with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to say, "Hey, I will let you go if I have to." Right. If 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 you're interfering with the love that I have for me. And that means nothing to to take away from who mm-hmm. you are. I'm just letting you know that right now we're not vibing. I Come to, come to those conversations with most people over my life within the last five years. Mm-hmm. And I'm just honestly getting back to a point or a place where I feel like allowing them back into mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely agree on that. Number two, she states that act on what you need rather than what you want. You love yourself when you can turn away from something that feels good and exciting to what you need to stay strong are from something that feels good and exciting to what you need to stay strong, centered, and moving forward in your life. Instead, by staying focused on what you need, you turn away from automatic behavior patterns that get you into trouble, keep you stuck in the past, and lessen self-love. So that that goes right back to what what Cash said, too. I mean, Cash was like, uh, you know, 
I went to the gym, you know, I kept, that was what kept me busy. And those were those days when I didn't want to do it. And it's all about discipline. I know we hate that. And we grow up, we're supposed to get it. Most of us do, some of us don't, Mm -hmm. but there still comes a point in time in everybody's life in adulthood Mm -hmm. where you have to implement Mm self-discipline. And that, that right there can kills a lot of us. That holds a lot of us back. back. It really does. And a lot of people get self-discipline mixed up with egos. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, like if we had more discipline on our lives. We could achieve so much. Yeah, we could achieve a lot. Um, The next one that says set boundaries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a big one. You'll love yourself more when you set limits or say no to work, love, or activities that deplete or harm you physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Or express poorly who you are. Okay, so this is a key thing. I said the other day how I no longer debate with people on Facebook anymore. Because it was taking me out of my element and taking me to a place that I did not want to be. So I feel like I set a boundary for myself. Like, hey, I'm done going back and forth. I'm living my best life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I ain't going back and forth with you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I swear I was like... I can't do it. And that song, that's I should have put that on the playlist. Yeah, definitely. Matter of fact, I gotta play that. Because that that song right there. I mean, that is true. Is, I mean, you lose like you you talked about it, you lose so much of your energy. Mm-hmm. Like why give them that energy? And then when you set boundaries too and you stick to them, people are aware, become aware of your boundaries mm-hmm. and they won't cross them. They they either act the way that they need to accordingly or they go right. ahead and remove themselves. And they can feel it off of you. Yeah. It, but it, and it makes it makes it easier for you. We have those yes. boundaries. Some things you just don't have to say. Some things you don't have to do. Mm-hmm. Number five, protect yourself. Bring the right people into your life. I love the term frenemies. That I learned from my younger clients. It describes so well the type of friends who take pleasure in your pain and loss rather than in your happiness and success. My suggestion to you here, get rid of them. There isn't enough time in your life to waste on people who want to take away the shine on your face that says, I genuinely love myself in life. You will love and respect yourself more. Mm-hmm. So kind of like how people, you know, OK, so I kind of have a, a pet peeve when people post memes, um, when they say some like I, it ain't nothing to cut somebody off or you know like I don't I feel like self-love has absolutely nothing to do with bragging about letting toxic mm-hmm. things or toxic people go right. I feel like self-love is just for you and you alone for you to appreciate you know like you you're showing people a better side of who you are and I feel like self-love is in in and wrapped within positivity it has absolutely nothing not to do with negative mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like so I I, I feel like stuff like that I see where she's what she's saying. It's okay to let go of people, but to sit there and just consistently that doesn't I don't know. I'm at a place where I don't want to take away from other people right. just because I'm doing good. Because everybody right now is at places are at low places, depending on who what you're going through at this point in time. It's a lot of sadness and a lot of hurt and pain going around in the world. And I definitely don't want to aid to making somebody else feel less of themselves. Mm-hmm. So I don't like it. I try to find ways to I guess you could say check people or tell them how I feel without hurting who they are. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like 
it's hard in today's society because yeah. a lot of people are really super sensitive. That is um, true. And so I, I was having a conversation with the young lady and I was just basically letting her know her behavior. You know, her behavior is affecting the rest of us. And I, it's not something I'm really going to get down with. So if that means I have to separate myself from her, mm-hmm. it's okay. Right. And she was about to start crying and she was like, you know what? Well, I feel like I'm being attacked. And I had to to reel it back in because I'm like, well, at first I wanted to be like, I'm just going to stop because I can't, I obviously can't have this kind of conversation with you. But then again, I just, I, I mean, I had to tell her like, I don't, why would you feel attacked? I haven't called you out of your name. I haven't assaulted your character. I haven't raised my voice. I haven't cursed. Where was there an attack? people are going through so much. Again, well, but at the same time too, sensitivity. Yes. Yeah, or, or making making the statement about you. And like I told her, you how I, how, what I said to you made you feel some type of way. And so you turned it into an attack. You, it, it could have made you feel some type of way, but I didn't attack you. How you right. feel and what happened, those are two totally different mm-hmm. things. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's to a point where people make it to where it's hard to talk mm-hmm. talk to them about them, right. you, no matter how you say it. So it, you, I mean, I'm to a point where I'm like, well, should I, what's the point? You know, should I wow. even... You know, right. now I will, I you know, be. for the most part, you know how I am. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of say what I think or, you know, mm-hmm. but now one thing I don't do with my good, great energy, my good, great, positive energy is I don't give it to everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? If I feel like, or if I know that you are going to receive what I'm saying the way that I intend it to be transmitted mm-hmm. then i'll go ahead and give you the message but if not i'm i'm gonna let you be how you are mm-hmm. i may slightly move to the left and over to the sides of the front and keep on moving but i mean right. some you know some people you can have that some people are ready for it and some people aren't and then that's that's the other thing some people again they're they haven't even come to understand what self-love actually is. And they don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Or they don't even realize that they want it or they or that they need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of us, a lot of us mistake self-love mm-hmm. for just love in general. And we put a lot of our love that we're supposed to put into ourselves into other people. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that we end up getting lost in that and... Mm-hmm. Okay, so number six, she goes into saying, forgive yourself. We humans can be so hard on ourselves. The downside of taking responsibility for our actions is punishing ourselves too much for mistakes in learning and growing. You have to accept your humanness, the fact that you are not perfect before you can truly love yourself. Practice being less hard on yourself when you make a mistake. Remember, there are no failures. If you have learned and grown from your mistakes, there are only lessons learned. I definitely agree with that. I understand. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree with that. I feel like we should always hold ourselves accountable, too, for things that have happened instead of... And that, and to me, that, that takes a lot of blame away. Blame creates bitterness as mm-hmm. well. Because you, if, by blaming, you're not able to really see what you did mm-hmm. to get can't the situation. The exactly. Mm-hmm. So you can't see all of the big... The big picture because you're too focused in on one key aspect or one key part right. but it takes a whole collective of things to go mm-hmm. south or mm-hmm. right. things to go do good 
Um, so I definitely agree with forgiving yourself and just holding yourself accountable and just understanding that it's not the end of the world. And it does not carry in the baggage. Positives. Yeah. yeah. That's the, I, you know, I look at L's as lessons, mm-hmm. you know, um, never losses, right. always lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can look back at the situation and, 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 and take a lesson out of whatever happened, right. Um, that it's going to help you in, in, in the next thing. Um, definitely. The, I definitely think with again. my, with my ex-boyfriend, I, for years, I blamed him for a lot of the stuff that happened to us. And, and I mean, I mean, a lot of, a great deal of it was his fault, but at the same time, I could have always packed up and left, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like I could have said, yeah. you know what, I can't deal with this, but it was because my, my selfishness, as far as I was more selfish in my needs mm-hmm. and not selfish with what, not even needs, what I wanted. I was mm-hmm. more selfish with what I wanted and wasn't or what taking you you wanted, what right. I thought I wanted, mm-hmm. but I was not really taking care of my, my actual needs that I needed. I wasn't focused. I wasn't, I don't think during that time period, I was even being a great mother. Honestly, just hold, just honestly, I don't. I, I feel like I, all my focus was on the wrong things. And when your mind is on the wrong things, that goes into balance. When your mind is on the wrong things, we're not focusing in on the needs of others. Or I can't, if I'm not, if I don't really truly care about myself at times, I feel like that, and I'm more worried about what someone else is doing, mm-hmm. then how can I really effectively love everything around me? Right. And so I definitely had to go through a period of detaching mm-hmm. and just and rebuilding and rebuilding myself right. to be a better me, a better person. And I feel like my year, my journey of self-love def- definitely started back when I was in hair school. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, I, I, I feel like the cut didn't really symbolize the self-love. I feel like the cut was more of a. I just need something new, a refreshing, distraction. a distraction. Yeah. Get me off of the pain of the past, mm-hmm. like the letting go of that dead weight. Mm-hmm. And from there, that created the pathway to get to actually practicing self-love and living a life of positivity. Mm-hmm. So, My journey of self-love started there, too. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a beautiful period for me. Mm-hmm. Um. The next and the last step is live intentionally, which kind of keys into what we were just saying. Coincidentally, you will accept and love yourself more. Whatever is happening in your life, when you live with purpose and design, your purpose doesn't have to be crystal clear to you. If your intention is to live a meaningful and healthy life, you will make decisions that support Mm -hmm. this intention and feel good about yourself when you succeed in this purpose. You will love yourself more if you see yourself accomplishing what you set out to do. You need to establish your living intentions to do this. It's nothing like making yourself proud, making yourself feel good, like right. on your own. Nobody else had anything to do with you. it. It's all yeah. about you. That 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 self gratification, man. That's that that's a beautiful feeling. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. But it's something that has to be worked. You know, you have to constantly work at it. Always. It's a daily thing. Mm -hmm. All right. I think that's 
I think that was a good this was a good episode. Yeah. I think self-love could be talked about a lot. It could yeah, really be talked about hours. There's so many different this. avenues. Yeah. Right. Especially like when we get into that. our dating aspect next week. Show. Mm-hmm. So right. definitely need to talk on how self-love can help us mm-hmm. understand what the type it. of love we want and the type of love we can reciprocate mm-hmm. once we get into the dating aspect. So and eventually, how do we teach our youth more about self-love early and having the awareness of right. it and, and, and evolving uh, or how self-love evolves as, as they're going to get older? And right. Recognizing it and understanding mm-hmm. what it is mm-hmm. and being aware. Yes. All right. Well, we want to thank you guys for tuning in and join us next week. Again, this is Love Is with Kilo Cash and T. Rose, Teresa Rose, and we out. Bye, y'all. Black, white.